Hello, welcome, welcome to another episode of Building a Leadership Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki C., all the way from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, here with you today with a very special guest, super excited um, for her to come on and share what she does. Uh, definitely met her through the Connected Leaders Academy, as well as we are actually going to, uh, we're in AMA together, so super excited about that. Um, but before we get into that, this is brought to you by the Connected Leaders Academy, Bomb Global, and also by um, Rude Financial Services, Author Millionaire Academy, as well as Breathe Financial uh, Planning. Absolutely. Breathe Capital Planning. I'm sorry. Absolutely excited for all our sponsors. Definitely check them out. They're on our landing page at buildingaleadershipmindset.com. Uh, so definitely check them out and what they have going on. Super excited. Today, we have Kimberly Inez Mays. She is highly experienced. She's a highly experienced digital marketer and technology enthusiast with over 15 years of expertise in the field. She specializes in teaching services-based businesses, how to effectively use marketing automation to attract more people, generate more leads, and convert more clients. Kimberly's passion for solving puzzles and her deep knowledge of marketing automation have enabled her to deliver effective solutions to a wide range of businesses over the course of her career. Her extensive background in both marketing and technology as equipped with her the skills and knowledge necessary to help small and large businesses alike connect with their audience through email marketing. Kimberly's understands the importance of developing relationships, capturing attention in today's fast-paced digital world, and she is committed to providing her clients with the best possible solution to meet these goals. Without further ado, let's bring on Kimberly Mays. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing good. Thank you. Awesome. So awesome to have you here. I know we've been trying to connect for quite some time and we finally did. And I just knew I had to have you on the podcast. Just sharing these spaces with you has been awesome. Mm -hmm. We're currently in uh, the CLA Diamond Club mm -hmm. and we have so many other things uh, going on, just building, building, building. So I'm so happy mm -hmm. to have you. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yes. Yeah, so tell us who Kimberly is. Where are you from? Uh, what have you done? Are you doing what you said you were going to do when you were a young person? You know how we always are asked, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Can you tell us if um, this is what you wanted to be? If not, what was it and what made you change? Yeah. So I um, am Kimberly Ennis Mays. My initials are K-I-M, which is pretty cool. I live in New York City with my two cats and I am a puzzle solver. So like you said, like when you were reading my bio, I really like and enjoy solving puzzles and just putting things in order and doing things that are a little bit, um, I was like, we're like challenge or trick, um, tricky. I like, you know, those mathematic proofs back in high school. I like geometry. I liked all of that. So that's a little bit about like what lights me up is giving people aha moments. Now, am I doing exactly what I thought I'd be doing? Um, I don't think so, because I don't think I knew that this existed when I was a child. But um, 
it's funny because my dad said like, oh, Kim, you should be a teacher. And at the thought, you know, at the time, you know, teacher meant, okay, I'm sitting in front of a class and there's children and, you know, I'm telling them to be quiet. And so I was like, no, I'll never be a teacher. I, won't, I don't want to do that. You know, no offense to teachers out there. Thank you for all that you do. But I did not see myself doing that. So it's kind of funny because that's exactly what I'm, that's kind of like what I'm doing now. Not exactly, but it's kind of like what I'm doing now. So just teaching people how to and ways to use marketing automation for their um, businesses. And so when I say I like giving those people aha moments, I like demystifying technology so that they feel empowered, like, yeah, I can get this too, or this is something that is available to me. And I don't feel stupid asking questions. I feel very comfortable. I feel like it's okay to not know things and this is totally doable. So that's really my passion right now is to deliver those aha moments. That is awesome. I was just making sure I was on do not disturb so that no one disturbs me during this interview. Yeah. This is live. This happens. Um, so that's amazing. So what was your when you were at, when you were asked yourself when you were younger, mm -hmm. what did you want to do? What was your initial goal in life? Oh, geez. You know, I think as a child, you change it like every three weeks, every day. So like doctor, lawyer. Uh, I don't even remember. It was like a black hole in time. But I think if I start with college, because that's where I really started getting serious about things, I went to school for computer science and I was like, okay, how can I take this and do something with it? So at the time, like I was thinking about two things. I was thinking either database administrator, because I love databases, or I was thinking um, a network administrator. So I, I tried networking or tried to get a certificate in networking and I had to follow my heart and I was like, oh, this isn't it. So um, I've always loved web. Even before I graduated from high school, I taught myself, um, I may be dating myself, but it was like late 90s. So it was like, all right, internet was very new. The web pages were very new. It was kind of open source, wild west of things. So I was self-taught in that area of how to um, how to do websites and things like that. So graduating from college was interesting because, you know, there is like a little gap between when you like look for a job, look for full-time employment. And I settled upon, or I found myself in email marketing and I said, okay, well, this is interesting because then I can use some of my, um, some of what I've learned, some of what I've taught myself with web design and, um, some of coding because it was a kind of a coding position. And so it was a little bit by accident that I found myself in that space, but it was kind of worth it because I also took an interest in marketing too. undergrad. Um, I found that that was something that I really liked. So it was a nice blend of what I've set out to do and kind of where I am now. So I, I hope that answered the question. Yeah, absolutely. And the reason why I asked is actually when I wrote my uh, Building a Leadership Mindset mm -hmm. book, there was a, a question that I had posed through my research where we set ourselves on these particular titles. Um, mm -hmm. but then it actually gave you what you actually became, which was crazy because I also mm -hmm. wanted to be a teacher at some point. And then it told me exactly what industry I would go to. I can't remember now exactly mm -hmm. what it was. 
Um, but definitely something that I share with my clients, like, look, sometimes we're asked this or we've been asked this all our lives and we don't necessarily, there's like literally 2% of people that actually live out their dream job, mm -hmm. business, career, whatever it is. And they're in that space. Mm -hmm. But for us, where we're kind of like all over the place and there's so many shiny things, um, you were able to kind of stumble mm -hmm. upon it accidentally, which I think that's how we all done uh, yeah. in entrepreneurship. Sometimes like I didn't think I would be a coach and I, mm -hmm. again, the teacher aspect, what we're conditioned to think is that when we're teaching something, it's always in a classroom setting with like 20 or 30 students, uh, mm -hmm. which is kind of the same thing as coaching, just without yeah. that particular degree, right? Because now we're mm -hmm. using our experiences versus the expertise, which we still get expertise in it as well. So that's why I, I kind of wanted to pick your brain about that. But you're also um, an author now. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us first, share the name of your book and then tell us how you came up with the name and what can it really uh, help your readers uh, learn and digest? Yeah. So I actually have like a, a pre-order or a pre-order copy here. It's called Perfectly Persuasive. And what it's about is it is about the relationship and the correlation between owning a cat and marketing your business. And at first it's like, okay, it's like super ridiculous, right? You see me, well, this is supposed to be me, but like, you know, I had somebody draw it, I didn't draw this. And, you know, with the computer and the two cats, and you're like, oh, that doesn't really make sense. Like, I, I don't get it. And the idea behind it is that unlike dogs, cats won't just roll over and ask for a belly rub, their time, attention, and trust needs to be, needs to be earned, just like a human. And so I set forth in writing this book, how can I, make it so that things are relatable, things are funny, kind of witty, and also not as dry. Because my whole I, my whole goal is to get people to understand concepts and to feel comfortable with them. So this isn't a book where it's like, I am the guru, but it's more so like, okay, well, everybody has a pet, whether it's a dog, a bird, a snake, a cat, you know, at some point you're going to have to persuade that animal to do something. And so I was like, okay, if everybody can relate at least a little bit to that point, then, you know, I've made inroads and I've put something out there that's a little bit different. I love it. It was, and you uh, did that through the Author Millionaire Academy, which is where I <laughs> Awesome. Mm -hmm. My first book. So Amelia and Daniela, absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, and how has that journey been getting into that network space where you have other authors? Uh, how did you receive inspiration uh, to move forward with writing your book? Yes, I've always been very inspired to write a book. And it's funny because um, when I started my business, I started off as a web designer. So I was always behind the scenes, behind the screen doing the work. And the entrepreneurs that I uh, was, was around were authors, speakers, and coaches. And a lot of people had books. And I was doing these web pages for these books. And I said, oh, that's kind of cool. I, I like that. I like that people have write, that have written books and they've done all these other cool things. So 
you know, as I started taking on speaking engagements and putting myself out there and transitioning from just the implementer to now the strategist and then from the strategist to the coach, I said, okay, well, you know, it's time to kind of step into that. That's the one thing that I haven't done. And I think that it was like, it's this, it's the thing that I think people put off for years and years because it's overwhelming because I didn't even know where to start really. I'm like, I don't know what the first thing is to write a book. You know, I know how to write, but there's so much other stuff that goes into it. So I think being in community with authors um, is amazing because we inspire each other. And I just had someone send me a, a message saying that I inspired her to write a book about something that was on her mind, but she was second guessing the topic. And I was like, oh, no, you should totally go for it. So I think I think it's cool because the more I un explain the concept of the book, the more people are like, yeah, that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, um, me as well. I'm actually writing my first book. I actually been asked to do anthologies and other books mm -hmm. too. Is that something that you're looking forward to uh, tapping into as well, where you can be one of many authors really giving your heart um, and your knowledge uh, in that area as well. Yeah, absolutely. I'm open to being in anthologies and I'm actually entertaining the idea of my own anthology with, um, you know, that, that has like a slightly different spin on it. So, you know, I, I am definitely open. This is definitely not my first book, but it's always going to be the one that's the most special to me. Absolutely. So mm -hmm. you have other books. What are the name of your books? Oh, this is the first one, but That's I don't the have the second one yet. Oh, you know, okay. <laughs> this one is probably like a 2024 thing, but you know, I I am envisioning my own anthology where I bring people together around the subject of digital marketing from different areas because I am specifically email marketing and funnels, but there are so many other creative professionals that I want to shine a spotlight on. So it's like my way of paying it forward. So there are social media managers, there are like people who manage paid ads, and there are people that do websites and do branding and graphics. And I want to bring all those voices together to kind of bring um, a co-authorship that I, I haven't really seen out there. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I would love to have more details once you're ready mm -hmm. yes. uh, to launch that out because, you mm -hmm. know, with uh, Bomb Global, we've been doing a lot of our own digital stuff for many years, something mm -hmm. I love to do. Um, and the email space, it's really looking for the automation. So that's definitely coming soon. So mm -hmm. super excited um, about venturing into that space, mm -hmm. and, you know, getting uh, things out there. But I love, again, the fact that you're not stopping there. It's all about leading and leading yourself. What type of mindset did you have to be in to write your book and how long did it take you to write it yeah so the mindset piece the mindset is you know i think when you start anything that's a little uncomfortable just it's going to be dips right it's going to be like oh this is awesome then you're like oh this is really stupid this is <laughs> awesome this is stupid but i think once you put skin in the game and you actually made a commitment and a financial commitment i think that that's when things get really rolling um, for me, I've always got stuck in like the ideation. And if there's no commitment behind that ideation to get things moving forward, that's where it's going to stay stuck. Even if I did write a little bit of a book prior to that, which I think I did, and I abandoned that topic, um, the mindset is, okay, well, you got to share your idea and you got to put, you got to put some skin in the game. And the second question is like, how long did it take me to write? It took me a couple of months. 
So the way that I write anything and used to write anything for school is I make my outline first. I make my outline. I say, okay, well, what do I want people to take away from this? Like, what is the the end in mind? You know, like the Stephen Covey thing. What is the what is my big ending? Like, what like why should they read this? And then kind of break that down, and then break that down a little bit more, and then a little bit more. So. I find that if I don't have an outline, I'm very nervous and I don't like it. I'm very uncomfortable. So if anybody is watching, listening, I would say definitely get that outline out there. Once you know that you have a complete thought from beginning to end, it, it, writing's a lot easier. I totally agree. Did you take, um, did you like block out time? Did you do it standing up? Like, did you type standing up? Did you take like increments? Mm -hmm uh in that time span yeah absolutely so i blocked out time and what i did too is i found places to write where i was very comfortable so i actually went to the beach a lot in you know writing in my car um i was in cafes i did a lot of book from my car which is really interesting <laughs> i should like probably talk about that more but i was exactly. you know, I, I actually made a little cozy office in my car and it was in like springtime early spring so it wasn't super hot so it was very comfortable in in the car and what i did is i dictated a lot of my book into my phone so you know for people who aren't writers you know that is also another way to get your ideas out is to speak it out because you can speak faster than you type and um yeah that's that's what i did for a lot of it and then i went back and i cleaned it up i cleaned up the language and i um, cleaned up some of the paragraphs, but having that outline really helped because, because I didn't have a lot of time to really sit and do a good chunk of it, um, in one sitting, knowing that, okay, well, I'm going to do this section first, this section last really helped. Yeah. So the reason why I ask is because there, I, I mean, if anyone has a story, mm -hmm. uh, get it out there. Right. And yeah. sometimes we make excuses like we don't have time or we don't mm -hmm. know what we're going to talk about. We don't know what we're going to, you know, put out there or what message do we want to, you know, convey. But when you tell me that you create mm -hmm. space in your car, you've intentionally picked certain spots where maybe you were the most creative, there's really no excuse not to get your story out there. Um, you definitely have to figure out what's the best way, fit it into your schedule. Remember, we all are mm -hmm. responsible for our 24 hours we have in a day and we all have the same amount of time. It's, do we really want it? How much mm -hmm. do we really want it? And what are we gonna do to get into that space? So we're gonna take a quick commercial break and mm -hmm. listen to our sponsors. And then we're gonna come back with Kimberly Mays and chat about what she has going on now. Hi, my name is Jose Escobar, and I'm the founder and CEO of the Connected Leaders Academy. We're a growing tribe, a community of entrepreneurs all over the world, globally, all across the country, high performers, titans of industry. If you're an entrepreneur and you're looking to grow personally and professionally, scale your influence, develop your skill sets, move the needle in your business, more clients, more money, more profit, the bottom line, and of course, grow your circle and your network like never before, this is where you want to be. Join the Connected Leaders Academy today. We are scaling massively. We want to welcome you in. Check me out 
on Instagram and on Facebook, the at symbol JASCO25. We look forward to having you join us. Take care. Welcome back. We are here with Kimberly Mays, and that is the CEO and founder of the Connected Leaders Academy, which we are both a part of. Super excited. Definitely connect with Jose Escobar. Also, uh, before we continue, make sure you tune in every Thursdays at 610 Eastern Standard Time for our Ladies of Leadership podcast, which is live mm -hmm. on Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn. So Kimberly, okay, we're talking about you're an author now. Uh, you you do speak in engagement. What is your main topic that you love um, talking about, uh, like your signature speech? And um, what do you really leave with your audience? Like, what is your purpose within your speaking? Yeah. So wow. So like my my signature topic is marketing automation. So. That my favorite chapter in this book is called Herding Cats, um, Eliminating Business Overwhelm with Marketing Automation. And if you think about the image of herding cats, they, they're not very herdable. They're like, you know, it's, they, they kind of do their own thing. And I think that that's sometimes where our thoughts and our minds go when we're doing things and when we find ourselves at the end of the day, like, wow, I was really busy, but I don't feel like I did anything. And so that's a very awkward place to be. So what I talk about is I talk about some of the ways that you can remain top of mind, engaged and, um, you know, be seen without feeling like you're hurting cats. And so that is my whole thing, because my idea is not to teach you, okay, how to build a funnel or how to do this, how to do that. Of course, every instructional thing that you ever want to know is on YouTube. So that is not my lane. My lane is the inspiration piece of it. It's like, okay, well, I know it's uncomfortable. I can make it simple for you, or I can make the concept simple for you to understand, either seek out, or I can help you with it. But the, but the idea is to get your time freedom back, because there's going to be points in time where your why is in question. And you're just like, okay, you have to just realize, all right, there are tools out there that can help you through some of those parts of your business that you don't like. And if this is part of your business that you don't like, then that's part that, that I can help with. I love that. That's mm -hmm. the inspiration is the piece is how do you get someone to move and take action and mm -hmm. really embrace the fact that, you know, change is coming and mm -hmm. it's great easier. Um, it's still going to have to take some type of action and, or decision making. Right. So mm -hmm. when you are aware that those things exist and that you can have, you pr can provide the tools so that it's a little bit more peaceful through the mm -hmm. journey. That's really where we kind of um, are, are lacking, right? Or where people lack uh, at when they don't actually take action. Uh, it's because they don't have that motivation. They don't have that push, that accountability. Um, and I think that this, book will definitely help them if that's your lane and that's the inspiration that you're giving and through your speaking. I, I love that as well. Yeah. Um, so what uh, is next for you? What are your goals for the rest of the year? Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, absolutely. So I have some big things on the horizon. Number one is um, I'm relaunching my podcast. I'm launching a new one. It's called The Automated Thought Leader. 
it's going to be more solo in format, but it's going to have like a, some guests sprinkled here and there too. So I'm going to be able to go deeper into a lot of topics that, that I love talking about. So it's going to be very topical and just very um, instructional by nature. And then I also will have a membership of the same name where I will be sharing a lot of the how-tos. So, you know, some people are like, that's great. I'm inspired. Now, how do I do this? So the how-tos are going to be part of that membership too, where I really get people just taking actions on small wins, you know? Small wins like, okay, well, you know, get your website up or get this landing page up or, or do this and do that, you know, things that are seemingly easy for some, but not for others. So that's that's coming. And then I also do one-on-one -on -one services as well. So my one-on-one -on -one service, I have two, actually. One is an intensive in which we work together um, on your goals. If you want to have an audit of all of the systems and the tools that you're using, if you need somebody to help direct you and your team as the way, in the way that you should be moving in your business as it pertains to your systems, your sales, your software, your um, funnels, email marketing, that is one service that I do with my clients. And then another one would be more of a done for you, where would, you would get all of that, plus, you know, that very hands-on, like, do it for me, Kim. I don't want to log in. I don't <laughs> want to touch it. I do that as well. So I have a couple of things in the mix, and I'm, I'm just really excited about all of it. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you said something very important. There's so many of us that mm -hmm. just don't want to do it. We have the resources to have someone yeah. do it for us, right? What, mm -hmm. um, is there anything in your world that you're like, okay, you know what, this is not my expertise. I just rather pass this along or are you all, I'm going to just do it myself kind of that overwork, overbearing, and why do you choose to do one or the other? Yeah, I'm more, I think, I think I'm very assured now more so than I've ever been in my life. So one thing I have never done myself is taxes and it will never happen ever, ever, ever. Nope. I'm not even logging in. Just I'll give you the information. You give me the sheet back and I'll sign the things and then you, you send it on to IRS and then we, we're good. You know, so that's one thing that I absolutely do not touch. And then there are a couple of other things that, you know, I specifically when, when people come to me, I make a lot of referrals because I like, nope, I specifically cannot do that because it's not something that I'm an expert in. And if I can't expertly say that I can get a result, I don't do it. So for example, people want like ads or Facebook media management. And those are those are great things to have. Um, don't get me wrong, I do my own Facebook posting as well, but I do it for my business. But if somebody's looking for it for their business, I do make referrals. So it's like little things like that where I am really owning like what I know and what I do. I am not a generalist. I'm very, I'm a very specialized um, person. But in my own business, yeah, there are a lot of things that I'm just like okay, I, I absolutely do need assistance in this area. You know, I have assistance and I have people that do my taxes. That's like the one thing that I absolutely, <laughs> I'll do anything but, but that. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, the, that's, I, I think that if you have things like that where you're just like, you know what, I will like sell my cats before I do taxes or anything, you know, definitely <laughs> to, to delegate. Yeah. So that is really serious. You are really yeah. serious mm -hmm. when you say that. Oh my goodness. So <laughs> I personally have done my taxes for mm -hmm. oh my 
had for 16, 17 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, W-2s when I worked in healthcare. Um, I actually helped other people do their taxes as well. Mm-hmm. For the last two years, yeah. obviously with my businesses and stuff, I'm Schedule C and all that, you know, jazz. Um, so now I am learning to pass that on as well because mm-hmm. I don't want to uh, deal with it. There's a lot of things to I'll, mm-hmm. I'll collect all the information. I'll provide you with the information, um, which is Rude Capital, um, Rude Financial Services, who is mm-hmm. our sponsor. He actually does my taxes. Um, so I'm super excited about having that. Um, mm-hmm. but you said that you, you know your lane, you're very assured now, where does that stem from? Um, as far as just knowing your place, do you um, have coaches uh, that taught you this? Is this just something that you automatically received yourself throughout time? Um, and how important is having a coach for you? Yeah, so I think, honestly, I think I learned it from mistakes because I took on things that my gut said, don't take on. I took on things because it sounded nice and people wanted it. And I was like, well, I can figure it out, sure. And then even if I was able to do it, I was like, does this bring me joy? Is this bringing me further or closer to where I wanna be? So in thinking of all of that, it's like, okay, I could have, there are like a hundred things that I could have done, right? And I said, all right, well, weighing weighing the odds, like, yes, maybe some things that I could have done would have made a lot of money, but would I have loved doing it? Or there are things that could make a lot of money, but am I good at it? So I think I learned from experience, like, yeah, you know, if you have a lane, it's okay to own it and it's okay to go deeper than go wider. I know a lot of times service-based businesses or even creative space, we have this, this, um, this uh, temptation to, say, we can do it all. I, I, I can do anything, you know, we're full service. And, and, and I had to learn that that's not me and that's okay. You know, I, I don't want to do that. And I, I'm actually smiling when I say I don't want to do it because <laughs> there was a time where I did do it and I was miserable and I hated it and I hated life. And I, you know, I, I, um, I say, decide what you're going to be and, and stick to it. Yeah. Thank you for shining a light on mm-hmm. that because so true. We all want to be multi-purpose. We want to serve everyone. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's not for us. And just being aware of really understanding that what you're doing is not only mm-hmm. providing value, but it's also mm-hmm. providing value to yourself where you're feeling mm-hmm. like I'm owning this mm-hmm. and I, I enjoy it and I'm not gonna do anything else but this and that's okay. So thank you yeah. so much. Uh, for that. That's super awesome. Mm -hmm. And what have, um, so we found out what you're doing. How can people get a hold of you? Like how can they uh, connect with you? Yeah, so absolutely. So there are many ways to connect with me. Um, I say that if you're on Facebook, definitely you can find me, Kimberly Inez Mays on Facebook. Um, If you want to get in touch with me, like ASAP, Facebook Messenger is my thing now. Um, if you want to send me an email and I, I can put the, I can, um, later give you some of the information, but Kim at Kimberly Inez is an, also another way to reach out to me via email. And that is also my website. And then for my book, um, again, perfectly persuasive, it is on sale now for pre-order and it's launching, um, Labor Day weekend. 
this this year. So this um, book is currently um, on pre-sale and I've thrown in a lot of other goodies and bundles. So in addition, because I like teaching, I also threw in a, a course that's worth $500. I've actually sold it for up to a thousand and that's also included with every um, pre-order copy. And the um, URL for that one is perfectlypersuasive.com. It's spelled um, P-U-R-R-R, -R -R, like per, P-U-R-R-F-E-C-T-L-Y, persuasive.com. And you can go and get a copy. So when it is ready, it will be personally signed and mailed out to everybody who orders a copy. Amazing. Amazing. Mm -hmm. There's just so much uh, that's going on in your world. And I just want you to kind of share, how do you do it all? How do you break out your days? Like, what does that look like mm -hmm. for Kimberly? Yeah, so I, you know, I think there's always room for improvement in my schedule. And I had to learn about overscheduling because I think we underestimate or we overestimate how much we can do than we actually can do. So I always take it to only focus on three things per day. Like if I can't do more than, if I have to do more than three, something is going to get bumped. And that way I don't feel like, dang, well, I didn't get anything done today. I'd limit everything to three. And it'll be the biggest three that gets things moving. So, you know, for example, I will say, okay, in the morning, I'm going to do my follow-ups in the evening. I could do this, or usually in the evening, I do my networking. Sometimes I'm multitasking during some of my networking calls or whatever, like, you know, but Usually I carve out only three things per day. And I really love using planners. I like to plan my weeks out at least on a Saturday, if not a Sunday. Sunday, I consider the start of the week. I know a lot of planners consider Monday, but really Sunday's my week start. So I try to get that plan in by Friday, Saturday. Sometimes I don't make it on Friday. So let's say Saturday, I start thinking about the goals for the next week. Um, so my days are my days are variable, but um, I like to think in terms of weeks because I also like to leave flexibility in my day, you know. Awesome. All great things to think about, all great things mm -hmm. to consider when you are becoming an entrepreneur, or even in your daily life, even if you have a nine to five, how can you fit some other meaningful things in that bring you joy and all that mm -hmm. good stuff, right? We don't yeah. have to, you know, even if we're not looking to own a business, but just to live life itself, to kind of plan it out and have um, a, a strategic plan, right? Where we're not just yes. living life to exist or uh, to just be, you know, still at all times. But sometimes we need that. So when do you mm -hmm. have your time of stillness? Does your body tell you that you need to be still? Or is it something that you also are intentional about having like your self care? I am very intentional about logging off at a certain time every night. So I used to be one of those people that's like, okay, well, I can work until, you know, I, I drop. And I am the kind of person now, it's like as soon as it turns nine o'clock, I'm, I'm, I'm off. I'm off. I, and it's like I don't have to do anything at night. I just have to do something I like. And so for me, I identify the mornings as my most productive time. Everybody's a little different, but my, my, um, my best times are in the mornings. 
my best times are when the noise of the day hasn't started yet. And I find that planning my next day at night really helps me sleep better, helps me kind of get the ground, hit the ground running. Um, but yeah, I, I think I chose nine o'clock as my cutoff point because it takes at least an hour for me to wind down. This means I can get to bed around 10 o'clock. Yeah, I'm right with you. I actually just started that again mm -hmm. because it used to be, I used to be in bed by like eight or nine o'clock. But now that I am in these networking uh, communities, they mm -hmm. are probably start time at eight, right? So you're done by yeah. nine. Um, and, you know, as a mom who had to take her son to and from school, but he finally graduated. So I'm super mm -hmm. excited to get an hour and a half back for my morning, an hour and a half back from my afternoon. So that's more productive time. So I'm able to schedule out like Monday through Friday. I'm only good between 9 and 1 p.m. After 1 p.m. I kind of shut down. I have a few in the week where there's like a two-hour networking call or a 5.30 and then, you know, obviously uh, the podcast. But you have to have a plan. Um, sometimes it just really... And sometimes even if you have a plan, mm -hmm. they don't always work out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Things can be uh, moved around. And that's the one thing I do love about being an entrepreneur and being my own um, mm -hmm. manager, you know, whatever, my own business mm -hmm. owner. Um, but it, it really takes a lot of energy to do these things and to really mm -hmm. always look for other people's wins besides our yeah. own. Um, mm -hmm on a mission. We're on a mission to serve and really share um, what we've invested in as far as our time and our expertise and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And obviously make a living for it. Right. Um, yeah. And it's always to pay it forward. And it's always to just strengthen somebody up in the area that we know best. So thank you so much for, you know, coming on, joining the bomb family, sharing mm -hmm. what you and who you are. I can't wait to continue to work with you and uh, be in these amazing communities that we're in. But I am going to give you the floor so that you can let our audience know whatever is on your heart um, about anything, um, really. <clears throat> you have the floor. Yes, thank you. Thank you, um, Nikki. So yeah, um, I just want to close out with just about, you know, purpose and knowing exactly what you want to do. It took me, it took me a while to get here. I'm not gonna lie, you know. I, I think the person that is comfortable on camera, that is comfortable writing a book, that is comfortable speaking, and all of that, that was all a cultivation of just learning, learning, you know. And I think that sometimes people see other folks after they arrive and they compare themselves and are like, okay, why am I not there yet? So I would say to anybody like watching me that, yeah, like on my first live video, I cried. I would have never did this five years ago. I would have never written a book five years ago, five years ago. Like I didn't even know anything about lighting and microphones or anything. So I would say throughout your journey, definitely be patient from where you are and just like take the lessons and take the learns. A lot of it and a lot of stuff that I've been able to do was completely by accident and it just... I would say by accident, but I wouldn't, I would say that a lot of it was um, 
kind of a blessing to me, you know, not something that I didn't see coming, but I'm so happy it did. All of the communities and everybody I know and just all the people I've been able to meet and the people have elevated me forward. I do think that, you know, there was a divine reason for all of this. And I'm just so, so thankful and happy. And I know that for, for everybody, we're on our own journey. So that's what I wanted to leave with as well is kind of know yourself, know your lane and just be open to pivoting and changing because you never know what's going to happen. That is amazing. That's just as simple as it gets. I can definitely relate 100%. The, my journey has been a 20-year journey to mm -hmm. get to where I'm at today, but it only took one yes to one event to mm -hmm. capture my mission and the vision that I've been thinking about for so long in a year, which is yeah. crazy to think about because mm -hmm. that's all it takes. And we kind of are either in our own ways or we are not really taking the time to be intentional with finding wh who we are, what our voice is, you know, what does that look like for the world? What is your purpose for being here and serving? Like, but it takes some time and it takes connection. You can't do this mm -hmm. by yourself because someone yeah. had to have told you, Kimberly, you're mm -hmm. amazing. You're great. Just do it. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm, that's really where it all stemmed from, because for most entrepreneurs, we have to really hear it from somebody else before we believe mm -hmm. it in ourselves. So thank you so much for your knowledge, your expertise, for, again, uh, sharing your wisdom here. Uh, it's absolutely an honor to, again, be in community with you. Can't wait to continue uh, this mm -hmm. Thank you guys all so much for listening to another episode of Building a Leadership Mindset Podcast. Uh, if you want, you definitely want to listen to some of our others uh, podcast guests as well. We're always bringing phenomenal people doing phenomenal things and shedding their light um, for you so that you guys can connect with. If you find that special spark in one of or any of our speakers, definitely connect with them. They're here to serve um, and definitely get to know our community and just embrace life together. So thank you again for tuning in. You have a wonderful day. And as I always say, make it count. Thanks, Nikki. You're welcome.